Hi, I'm Sean, and you're watching Journey to the Hills. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship and documenting my journey to success. Make sure you guys go ahead and follow my socials at Sean Mori on Instagram and Twitter. That is S-E-A-N-M-O-U-R-E-Y. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Sean Mori, and I'm joined by James. Oh, I messed up the name. <laughs> no, How do kidding. I say the last name? My Seth, bad, bro. Says Lick. Says Luck. Says Says Lick. Says Lick. All right, yep. that James says Lick. I'm not even going to stop this and start it again. We're on the mic, James. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, <laughs> yeah, man. What's and... going on? Uh, yo, so what's going on, guys? My name is James Says Lick. Uh, last name is a bit Polish, so it's hard to pronounce, hard to spell. But um, I am 19 years old. I am on the East Coast. Grew up in Massachusetts. Right now, I'm currently residing in Rhode Island. Um, dreams going to, you know, the dreams to get to Cali, uh, that's what we're working for. Um, I, I do want to stay with the family just for a little bit longer, just to spend some time with them, go on a few vacations with them and kind of enjoy time with my mom and stuff. She's getting a little bit older. So I want to do that before I go, but yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. And, uh, yeah. Perfect, bro. If you want to go ahead and just shout out your Instagram, just so people can go and follow you, I'll have it in the uh, podcast details as well. If you guys want to go check that out, Word, yeah, yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, at Ecom James, if you guys want to follow, I just post stuff about drop shipping and stuff like that. If you guys have questions, feel free to reach out. Yeah. Perfect, bro. So I guess we kind of just got to know each other from what the group chat, right? The Telegram group chat. I yeah, believe, yeah. So. So me and my boy Chris, um, Cashway Chris at Cashway Chris on Instagram. He's the boy. Um, me and him have been doing ecom together for a little bit. Um, we help each other out, just like give each other advice. You know, um, we've scaled each other's stores with each other's credit cards and kind of just help each other out like that way. And we're just really good friends. We linked up a couple times because he's actually close by. He's actually like a forty-five minute ride for me. He lives in Massachusetts, so uh, he's a really cool kid. And um, we decided to make that group chat together, and uh, that's where we uh, kind of met. Yeah, man. Perfect. Okay. So as the beginning of every podcast, we're just basically going to go into his story and just kind of explain, like, I don't know what you did first to start making money. Maybe he's like sold Pokemon cards. I don't know. But like, just start (laughs) off with that, bro. And then just take it. And then I'll kind of just intervene and ask questions throughout that. And yeah. Yeah. Um, So if we want to go like, like way back, like way back to like the get go and the start, um, I was kind of like a computer nerd. I'll take you back to when I was like 12 years old. Um, I was kind of like this computer nerd, wanted to get into like YouTube and Twitch and streaming. And like, that was a really big thing at the time. Obviously it's exploded. It's gone really big now. Like that's what everybody wants to be a YouTuber. But at the time it was still kind of new. And like, there was like a lot of like trial and stuff going on, you know, like monetization was still like crazy people were making a shit ton of money on youtube and the game was totally different than it is now but at that time twitch was kind of semi-new and i hopped on twitch and i was like 12 years old and i was just getting into streaming and stuff like that i had no clue what i was doing and i was just doing it for fun like the pure entertainment of doing like streaming like i had no idea like how to monetize it or even make money and i was streaming like eight hours a day and for like a week, I was doing pretty well. Like I was getting like 30 viewers and growing kind of consistently. And then one of these days, um, this guy hopped on my stream that was really good at Twitch. And he kind of showed me the ropes and took me under his wing. And I got really good at Twitch and started adding um, like banners and overlays. And he, he hooked me up with a donation like link and stuff like that. And I started to monetize my streaming. And as that 
happened, like the next following week, I got raided by a streamer that was really popular. And that's where like someone will shout you out and tell them to go to your stream for anyone that doesn't know. Um, and so I got raided and so then I had a shit ton of viewers and so I had like 300 viewers and like that was so new to me at the time I had like 30 consistently which 30 had blown my mind because I had gone from like three viewers to like 10 to 30 and like I was just seeing consistent growth and like that was just amazing for me and then I was like okay 300 viewers like I was just like as a 12 year old like so cringy I was like oh my god welcome guys like just freaking out and I was like just so thankful and um that blew me up like from there, those 300 viewers, like a lot of them stayed and followed me. And like the next week I had gone from like a thousand followers to like 13,000 followers on Twitch. And like that had like, completely, That's crazy, yeah, bro. exactly. Like it was so awesome for me. And, um, from there I was making a decent, like amount of money, like a couple hundred dollars, like a month and like, like, like nothing crazy, but like something like that was decent for like a 12 year old. And then what sucked was I was doing all this on a laptop that wasn't like really efficient and like. Mm-hmm. I come from like, you know, like I wouldn't say like a, a poor, like dirt poor family, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not mm-hmm. rich by any means. You know, I have nothing mm-hmm. handed to me. My family, like my mom was a single mom for most of her life. You know, we struggled financially for the most part, but I'm definitely, you know, lower middle class, definitely in between there. And so um, we just didn't have the money for a better computer and my computer had crashed and shit the bed. And so pretty much I was not able to stream for a little bit. And with streaming, you know, when you're, where you're so used to going on a schedule every single day and they're expecting you, you know, like you lose your viewership. So for a while I had no computer and I had begged my, you know, parents, you know, for a PC, like, please, mom, please. And, you know, $1,300 for a gaming computer is like, you know, it's a, yeah, it's a lot of money, you know, to my mom that's, you know, trying to pay the bills and stuff like that and get, get food on the table. So um, it was just not something that was going to happen. And then a few months later, she was able to, you know, get some money for me and make that happen. And then I had gone back to it. And for a while I was doing that. And then I kind of just lost track of that and like, like a life had happened, but that's how I got started with money. And like, that's how I first started like doing my first ventures. And then I just kind of got into like the workforce. I turned like 13, 14, 15, started like working at like restaurants, washing dishes. Um, I worked at Subway, worked at Chili's. Like I was working all over places, like Dunkin', all types of places, Damn. anything to get money. You know what I'm saying? Like hustling. I, I do yeah. landscaping, like straight up anything that you had to do just to save some money. And, um, that's what I was doing for a little bit. Had no clue what I wanted to do. Just a high school kid that um, knew that I had something more planned out for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew I wanted to do something you wanted more. more. Exactly, yeah. bro. I just didn't know exactly what it was going to be. But um, so now I'll kind of get into, um, I'll step a little bit, you know, further um, to like. Before you jump into e-com, I have one okay, question. Cool, cool. Okay. What game did you stream? I just want to know. That's oh, it. <laughs> okay, cool. So I started streaming Black Ops 2. Got it, got it. Black Ops 2 was my fucking shit, dude. I played the shit out of that game. And when, like, when it first started, like, this was, like, the first year it dropped. Like, it was popping, popping. Like, trick shot lobbies, that's what I would run up for streams. Like, that week, like, I was getting, like, 100 people. Like, the, the lobbies were filling up. I'd get crazy amount of Xbox messages. Like, I'm just, like, thinking back on it now. Like, it's so funny. Like, it was such a... <laughs> good ass time honestly like in my life like just coming home from school throwing on the stream like and felt good like you know what i'm saying like i felt like yeah this momentum in my man. life that was building like i was building followers i was getting some money like life like felt good you know what i'm saying so it was yeah. crazy but um that's great bro and then i actually eventually transitioned into minecraft too um so i was doing minecraft for a little bit when i came back and then i uh, just stopped doing it got it man so, um, yeah, so now I'm going to fast forward a little bit, get into the e-com side of things. Um, Perfect. So this was about last year, um, not last year, about a year and a half ago. It was like 2018. 
I was just kind of like at the end of high school, getting closer to it. I was a senior. And like now it's like that time, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to figure out what you want to do. It's either you, you like, need to know where you're going. Exactly, bro. Like if you're not going to college, then you're either going to go to work or you're going to go to the military or you're going to not do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you have to figure out what you're going to do. It's that breaking point. Like there's no more <laughs> games. So at this point I was trying to take something out, like my like life serious. Like I knew that this was the time and I wasn't going to have much time. So I was just thinking of things that I wanted to do and nothing really stuck out. I tried affiliate marketing, like in all these things and all like all types of ventures online. And I was doing all types of things. Like I could get into that. I'm probably skipping a lot of things. That would be cool. But um, I tried all these business ventures that you, you know, you could think of and they just didn't work out for me. And honestly, thinking back, it's probably because like, I just didn't give it enough effort. And you I didn't really, pursue it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like same thing with dropshipping. Like there's just a lot of moving parts to every business model and mm-hmm. 99% of people fail for that reason. Like you just, just gotta, because they give up. Right. Exactly. exactly. To, there's a lot too. you know, every business model. So um, that's exactly what happened. And um, eventually what happened was I was watching YouTube and I was like looking up like how to get money online, like probably every typical fucking guy that's trying to make some money. And um, I was on YouTube and I watched this ad and this ad caught my eye. It was an ad by Chriso. Um, I'm sure many people in the community that um, listen to this that are related to e-com know who Chriso is or was. And yep. um, unfortunately... Anybody rest that does, um, yes, rest in peace. Um, seriously, rest in peace, though, because that man changed. No, I mean, and there's everybody has bad things to say. Like you know, some people are gonna say whatever on his name, but people rest in peace to him. Everybody has opinions. That guy changed thousands, rest in peace, people, man. thousands of lives, man. He's the reason that I'm here till this day. He's the reason I, you know, some of my friends have made you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like he is, he's the guy. So anyways, I stumbled upon his ad and it caught my attention. And, um, the ad just like most of those ads, I never like watched them. I never really, like, I didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like they just weren't real, but he had like this genuine, like you could do it. Like I did it. You know what I'm saying? And like, Mm -hmm. it gave you that sense of like, okay, I'm going to listen to this guy. And so I, um, I actually invested into his course and that was like one of the first investments into myself that I ever made, like into a course or anything like that. And I actually invested into like a couple more courses. Like I spent like thousands of dollars in courses like by now, but, um, you know, a lot in courses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, but you know, and they're useful because like they're oh, good. Yeah. They, they have like all you the routes from exa- each of them. Right, yeah, yeah. right. You pick and choose what's going to help and you. And you make your own. Yeah. Exactly. You make your own type of vibe. Exactly. And, and sh- make what works for you because everybody... Not every formula works, but, you know, like sometimes things work here, you know, now, sometimes they don't work like a few months later. Like you got to, you know, adapt mm-hmm. with what's going on constantly in this environment. You know, like, e-com is constantly changing. Not to say that it's dying by any means because it's not, but it's no just way. the constant yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the people that are telling you like e-com's dead, like those people are just trying to probably sell you on something. And like, mm-hmm. they're really just, or they're just, you know, like they're being real to a point. Like it is not dead but it's getting harder to get into for beginners that don't know what they're doing because you know it's it's really like it's the entry to barrier is getting harder because if you're not I feel that. you know yeah. what i'm saying like if you're not with like what's going on if you don't understand it then you, you need adapt. the right guidance yeah. exactly adapt so, or die Simple. exactly so you know that's um how that goes but yeah so i got his course and that's what got me going into e-commerce i, I man i studied the fuck out of his course i fell in love with e-commerce after i fell um, um found chris and i just 
took notes on notes. I mean, I had a notebook that was filled out from front to back of just e-com after I watched that course. And then I started up and I was like telling my mom like all about it. So excited. And she was like, you know, like, what's this all about? You know, kind of like how every parent is. And, Mm -hmm. um, she wasn't so sure about it at first. And then, um, you know, that week I made my first store and it really, it didn't work or anything like that. And I was kind of bummed out, but then I made another store and it got its first sale. And like, when you get that first sale, man, it's like the dopamine it fucking changes. rush. Dude, change your life. Your life. Yeah. Like I still remember the moment like that I got my first Bro, sale. You like, life just boom. You know, it's possible now. Like at that point you're like, holy shit. Like this is, this is not some shit that like, yeah. you know, I was and like, even if like, it's only like 20 bucks, like that's whatever. Like it doesn't like, matter. Shit, I made like, my first 20 bucks. Why can't I make 20 more million? You know what I'm talking about? It's like bro, that. Because if you can make $20, you can make 20 million. There's really no reason that you can't. Like if you can sell one product, you can sell a thousand products. Like, but there's obviously levels to that, but it's very possible. Like there's, it's, it's very possible. It but, opens um, your eyes too, for sure. Yes. So yeah, so I started getting involved with e-com and for a while I was struggling and um, I wasn't able to do anything, make it work. And I was like, you know, maybe this isn't going to be for me, but I kept at it because I just knew like, this is what I wanted to do. And this is like calling me. Like I, I like, I seen people doing really well and I knew that like this was real just because I knew that I was getting sales. So I knew it was possible, but I knew I just needed to work harder. I wasn't doing something right to achieve the numbers that everybody else is. You know what I'm saying? Like there was something that I was missing. So as I progressed, I was learning a lot from my mistakes. Like I would fail on little stupid things, like little tweaks that I'd have to make. And I'd learn from them like very easily. Like I would start to piece the puzzle in my head and it was like clicking like so, like so fast. And I was like, holy shit, this makes sense. Like, okay, I'm starting to get it. Like I looked at all these, um, you know, uh, acronyms like ATC, like, which just stands for add to cart, like mm-hmm. fucking CPC cost per click. And when like, you're so new to dropshipping, all those things are like, oh my God, what's all this shit? Like, what are all these numbers? What are all these metrics? Like, it seems like fucking rocket science. But at the end of the day, bro, if you actually just take the time and you're confused on something, watch it back over and over and over. I watched like videos five, six, seven times till I got a concept. And if I didn't get a concept five, six, seven times that day, I swear to God, I'd come back the next day and watch it over and over. And and then eventually, bro, I don't know, just something they say or you hear it just differently and it clicks. It clicks. Thank you, bro. It clicks. And you get it. And you're like, oh my God, aha. You have that aha moment and you progress that much further. You're like, okay, now that I get this, you, you, you like start to get it and like you start watching these YouTube videos, right? And before you're watching, like skipping through, trying to, you know, watch what you want to watch, trying mm-hmm. to like see what you get. But then you start watching them and you're like, oh, wait, I get what he's saying. I know what he's talking about. And like now you're starting to learn faster because you can keep up with the videos you're watching because you're actually understanding it. And then it's like this like, you know, snap, snap, snap. You just keep learning and it's like great. So that's how e-commerce works. And that's, that's what a lot of people don't get is like you do have to go out and fail. And like a, like my biggest advice is someone trial like, and error, man, trial and error. Two biggest things I can say is the first thing, which is the most important is don't ever quit. Cause if you quit, then you'll never succeed. Like obviously. And I know that's like cliche, 
But like, if you quit, you will never fucking succeed. And then two is literally like, you have to fail. Like, and this is like, I mean, guaranteed, like you have to fail. I can't, if you go and have a thousand dollars and like you expect to make 10,000, like you're just, you're, you have the wrong mi- mindset. You have to go out and spend that thousand and probably expect to lose it. Honestly, if you're new into this game, because like, that's just what's going to happen. You have to know that there's like a lot of things that you'll have to fail and then understand why you failed. Like that was my issue for a long time in drop shipping was I'd make a store and I'd fail and I'd repeat the same mistakes just because my ego was like, no, this isn't why I'm failing or like, this looks good. You know what I'm saying? Like I would try to tell myself like, no, this isn't bad. Like this is good enough, but it's not, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to get other opinions or sometimes you just need to drop the ego. Like if you're spending a lot of people struggle, like I'm like, I get DMS all the time. Oh, James, I spent, you know, $500 on this product and I really want to make it work. Cause I really believe in it. If you spend $500 on it and you haven't generated a sale, like there's nothing to believe in anymore. Like there's yeah, thousands yeah, of products where on, you can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, move on. Yeah. There's so many products where you can just, you know, test mm-hmm. in. That's the thing where a lot of people get caught up. And even myself, you know, sometimes you get really dedicated to a store just and I get it. product, yeah. But that's the big, big thing for beginners is don't get attached to products because that was my, my issue for a long time. Yeah, man. Honestly, yeah, I, I agree completely. Like, don't marry your product. That's a that's a big one, for sure. So, um, yeah, so now with the, the e-com stuff, um, I've been doing this, man, for about a year and a half. And I've just been involved in the community for such a long time where now I kind of get the ins and the outs. Like, there's a lot of uh, scammers. There's a mm-hmm. lot of fake people that flex fake things and do a lot of sketchy stuff. And this community is honestly, like, I hate to say it, like, really toxic. Like, I would say, like, less than, like, a percentage of the people are really who they say they are and authentic. And that's what sucks. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, I don't even care if you do 100000 in a month or not. Like, I'd rather see someone just be real as a person. And a lot of these mm-hmm. people are fake as people, like, which sucks because there's just this, this weird image, bro, for e-com people and just internet people in general of like, like this, this CEO, like boss, like frame thing. Like, and that's how my Instagram set up. And that's like how I want people to look at, like, look at my Instagram. It's a weird setup. Like that's how I have it set up because like this, like this guru image in this e-com community, like that a lot of people try to front and like me, I don't mind. Like I just post a nice picture. I like the way it looks, but I'm real. I'll fucking, if people DM me, they need the help. Like everybody knows that knows me. I'll help you out. Like, I don't mind. I'm not going to mentor you and fucking hold your hand through the process. It's not, you know, like obviously I can't do that. People will pay. Obviously other people get that, but, um, you know, I'm here to help. And like so many people in this community are just so, so selfish and fake and scummy and will do anything to take your money try to sell you on their program i agree with that man 100 percent. and yeah go ahead go ahead sorry yeah so like basically bro like you just honestly you just have to like off the get-go man you just have to find you know who are those kind of like i guess kind of sketch personalities man and just stay clear just honestly just stay true to yourself man i know it sounds cliche and shit i basically just started this podcast man just to connect with people like you bro like i have no intentions which is just yeah just connecting bro that's literally it i don't have it monetized at all i don't make any money from it i just i put in whatever two hours three hours of podcast to record it and edit it just for the hell of it man just to have fun and just to connect with people and you just need to find real people in the community man i completely agree with that and what you're doing right here is completely real, bro. Like just being able to have a conversation with like multiple people in this community just to reach and connect is awesome. Like that's what I do constantly all the time is like go through 
everybody in this community, I'll DM them and just say, what's good, boss? Like, what's good? You know, just say what's up. And like a lot of people think I'm trying to sell them something. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just literally there to say, yeah. what's good? have my phone number if you ever want to reach out, you know, because I'm trying to build connections with people in the community. Because the one thing about this community that I do like, no matter, you know, scammer or not, like not every scammer is good, but a lot of these scammers and non-scammers have this mentality of entrepreneurship, which I do love. And that's like, you know, the grind and, you know, matter, no matter what they do to make the money, at least they're, you know, fucking grinding. I'm not trying to you know, give them any <laughs> yeah. excuses, but, but like, everybody yeah, has this, like, this common mentality of just hustling and understanding. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like there are other people, I guess, that are still not on their ass, like at home, not doing anything to do anything. So I guess mm-hmm. there's that. But, um, yeah, man. So but the big problem with this community, dude, and it's a huge problem is everybody makes their fucking money off courses. Not everybody. That's a huge no, lie. I know, I stretch, know. Completely, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like it sucks because most people just make their money off the courses and don't even do the business model that they're talking about. And it's sad because I know tons of people, tons of people like, like, and it sucks because I know tons of people that really do the business model and make shit ton of money. Um, and that's what they live by, but they have no need to drop a course. They're really behind the scenes. They don't even have a YouTube. A lot of them, they don't want to be known. They do their own thing, and that's cool. Some of them do have YouTubes. Like, it's just because you have a YouTube or anything doesn't mean that you're doesn't mean you're a guru. Yeah, 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 exactly. 100%. Like, um, it's like, like fucking Sebastian Eskenda. Like, you should try to get him on an interview. That kid's really I did. I just, cool. I DM'd him. I don't know if he responded. Yeah, yeah dude, I DM'd him, bro. He's, he's a really dope cool, dude, bro. man. I yeah, love the shit he drops on YouTube. He drops in every day, man, e-com shit, which is insane. I don't know how he does it. He comes up with yeah. a new video. That's insane. He's a great kid. Makes a shit ton of money in the e-com space. He's actually doing it. So Yeah, man, just because you have like a public figure doesn't mean you're, you know, a guru. Like I have right. this podcast. Doesn't mean I'm a guru, man. I'm right. just, I just like connecting with people. Just a guy, man, trying yeah. to fucking reach out. Exactly. That's it, man. Yeah, dude. So that like that's what um that's what's fucked up about this community. And there's like a lot of people that get deceived and get sold on this dream, you know, because the dream is real. Like it's like a real thing for like the the top one percent that actually go out and use the business model and learn every aspect, you know, because there's not just drop shipping, like as one thing, like where you just buy and sell products. Like you have to know how to write ad copy for your, you know, headlines. You have to know how to make the ads. You have to manage know how to make logos, manage like suppliers, that, yeah. reach out to suppliers, product hire, control, hire VAs, um, yeah. email marketing, customer service, all ex- there's, yeah. bro, like how many moving parts of drop shipping in a real business? You know, Dude, like, there's, there's too many. And like, I think a lot of people get deceived about the fact, like they look at drop shipping, right. And they see all these people posting hundred K months. Personally, I mean, I don't post screenshots or anything related to e-com. I know you do. And I completely, I'm fine with that. It's just me. I don't like posting screenshots. I don't know why I just always had that thing, but yeah, like, people, just see these screen- <laughs> people just see these screenshots, man. And they think they could just jump in Shopify 14 day trial and make a hundred grand. Yep. It's like, no, like you yep. have to, it's way more complicated than that. Here's the thing. And here's the thing that I was explaining to my friend is if you have like $10,000 to your name, mm-hmm. You can't expect really to make a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can, and it's possible. But like, try to think of like a match for your money, almost. Like, you like you're not gonna go out and spend five hundred dollars on ads 100%. and then bring back fifty thousand dollars. Like, it's just not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, the guys that yeah. go out and also make a hundred thousand a month on 
um, Facebook ads, they're also spending twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a month. And they've for been those at ads. It for a while. And they yeah. and they know what they're doing. They know how to scale and manage those ads. Like there's a lot that goes into like the scaling process alone. Like there's just a lot to that. Credit people don't understand credit. Like and that's an important thing. And I'm Very huge important. on that now. Like that's why I love getting into that and helping people with that. I'll you know fucking plug credit all the time, guys. Keep my highlights if you guys want to learn about credit. Twenty minutes of free fucking value, guys. That people would charge yeah, thousands for. One of my one of my good friends actually just got credit for me. Awesome, really. Yeah, uh, Aria. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's the boy. We've been talking for a little bit. That's funny. Yeah, so credit's an important thing too. And you can leverage credit for your business. And a lot of people don't even understand that and are scared of credit and are scared of like all of that. You know, um, people look at me like funny every time they look at my wallet because I have like 10 credit cards in it. They're like, why the fuck do you have 10 credit cards? They don't What's your favorite card? Benefits. I'm just going to, I'm going to intervene. Um, What's your favorite card? <laughs> on the spot, right now. On the spot? For, I, for okay. business, for business, for business. The for American, well, I, I have the, the American Express. Amex Gold? I'm going to I'm gonna get the gold. gold? This, I'm getting the gold this month. Business Gold, bro. Yes, bro. I know. Yeah. It's the four times the point. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I need to get that. That's why I know. I'm slacking. But I think, honestly, maybe Amex is probably one of the best for businesses. I know. That's why I told I got the Amex Business Plus, and that's, like, just a start. But, like, I have a relationship, and I have a personal card with them, too, now for, like, six months or so. So mm-hmm. if you already have a relationship with credit bureaus, which a lot of people don't um, know, because, I mean, I'm Understand. sure people know. Yeah. But if you have a relationship, you are, like, way more guaranteed to get the cards and like you can even get like a soft inquiry like if i uh, reach out to amex like which i'm gonna do and just ask them to pull us off and it's not guaranteed but if i can ask them to pull a soft inquiry instead of a hard inquiry for the business card they can do that so because you have a relationship with them yeah they won't even pull a hard inquiry on your credit report which is actually better for your score if you don't know obviously hard inquiry yeah, do. like your score yeah. only temporary yeah. but still i mean it, that's just it's something still, that's beneficial yeah. um and yeah so having a relationship just with every credit bureau is important. Like I have a card with Amex, Chase. I have one with PayPal, Discover, uh, Wells Fargo, City. So I have like all like the major bank distributors, you know what I'm saying, for cards mm-hmm. and just, just to have a relationship with them. So if I get any of the higher tier cards, it's easier to get because if you have good credit history, that's at least if you have good credit history, right? Like if you have bad mm-hmm. history, they're not going to give you another card because they're not going to like that, right? But if you have good history, you're doing everything well with them. Trust me, they want you to have that. They want the relationship. They're really good on the phone. Like people are scared to talk on the phone. Stop being afraid to talk on the phone because you can get a lot more if you're just willing to reach out to customer support. Um, yep. Same thing with credit line increases. I know I'm sorry not to give turn this into credit talk here, but um, <laughs> go for it, man. Like um, yeah, so much time. <laughs> so like on my cards, like um, I started out with a $2,500 line on my PayPal card. I had really good credit with them for like six months. So I called them and I asked for a credit line increase and I was just like, Hey, um, I'm going to be spending more money this month. Is there any way I can get a credit line increase? Um, and that's that. And they'll increase your card and usually just ask for triple like of whatever your current line is. So I asked for 7,500. That's like the rule of credit and like, like you'll usually get approved for that. Mm-hmm. And I did. And so then the next time I ask, I'll ask for three times that. And so that's how you can really increase your lines really fast and like get really big lines. Uh, especially with Amex. Amex is like really favorable with that. Like if you just take good care of your credit after like six months to a year, you can just ask for a credit line increase every single time. Who do you think got the best customer? Credit. I guess customer support, customer service. Of the I credit. really love American Express. Yeah. Amex. I'm there like, alive, man. Like, I love American Express. They're the best. They're the easiest. Anytime I have something that I have to call them about, it's just super easy to handle and I love them. Yeah. So. Do you use, okay, 
not on topic with credit, but do you use PayPal on your stores? I've been asking a lot of people this lately. Okay, so PayPal. This is, payments I, PayPal? <laughs> That's a, this is this is my uh, this is my take on yeah PayPal. Yes and no. So it depends on like what I'm doing and like if I'm mm-hmm. scaling hard, uh, chances are like I'm probably not gonna use PayPal. Like for the most yep. part, when I'm just like <laughs> testing, I'm like okay with using PayPal and like kind of just you know seeing like for lighter months because like you can manage it if you have good shipping times and like if you have good tracking Tracking. you know like tracking stuff because you have to have the tracking information and the supplier that's going to ship out good shipping times because if you don't have that paypal is just going to fuck you like that's just what happens wait can i swear on this i don't know yeah sorry about that but um so yeah so paypal is literally just going to fuck you if you do that and it's not worth it but i will say i learned something from someone in the e-com community rob krizak i think his last name is um he mentioned there's this app and i'm gonna try it uh, you get it on your Shopify store and it'll plug in your tracking codes for you automatically and stuff like that. So if you have a good supplier, it like syncs with PayPal and it like makes having PayPal on your store oh, easier. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So I'm going to try Like it's in his course. So I don't like, I'm like, I'm just going to fucking make a video or something like on that for free. Cause I know like people won't be able to access that, but I'll mm-hmm. make a, just a shout out on the app or something and whatever but yeah so there's an app that does that and that's gonna make paypal a lot more easier i'm gonna try that there's no guarantees obviously maybe paypal will still do something but the app says that it's gonna help you with reserves it says like there's no issues with holds so that's good so i'm gonna try that but for now yeah man i've been holding off on paypal because paypal's a bitch i usually just straight up disable all the uh expression (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel that man so okay how long did it take for you to start seeing success in e-com like, I would say, like from like when you started, like when you started to like, you know, you started making like good money. Like I can make a living off this. Yeah. Well, I've been doing this like full time since I would say like eight months now, like I, like close to a year. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say like, yeah, eight months ago, like is when like it started picking up and like I had made a store that was doing like 4k a day for like two, three weeks. And then it died down. And that like first, like, you know, I don't want to say check, obviously, but like that first amount of money that hits the oh, bank, yeah. it's, it's like, oh, wow, like, man, like, what am I going to do with all this money now? Like, because the store had died down, like, and the product was dead. And it was like, all right, I have a lot of money. And I'm like, I know this is real. I want to do this again. Like, and I, I was kind of like back at that testing phase of like testing products up and down. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I went from like a bunch of money back to a little bit of money. Then I found another product and like did that. And that was doing really well. And I thought I was on top of the world again for like a month because it was doing really well. And then that died. And then like, it was just like that constant cycle. And then for a little bit, I was doing, um, working with these, uh, other e-com dudes that were doing well, we were doing these partner stores and those stores were doing pretty well for a little bit. And then we just kind of had a falling out with like some of the e-com guys that were getting greedy with profits and like doing stuff behind the back end that I didn't really like. And so I was like, fuck all that. So I'm not greedy. I'm real. Like we're going to do something. It's going to be straight up. You know what I'm saying? Like I got nothing Mm -hmm. to hide and I'll put everything, like I'll make a fucking sheet and share it with you. If you want to see it, you know, like there's nothing that's going to be like sneaky. And so I was just like, fuck all that. But so for a little bit, I escaped from that and then I started doing my own thing again. And it was just kind of like this, you know, up and down, like same, like till this day, bro. Like I'm, and I will say it straight up to anybody that's listening. I am not an e-com fucking wizard. I'm nowhere. Like I have not even done a hundred K month yet. Like that's something that I'm still striving for. Like my biggest month, like was a $32,000 month, like in revenue. And like the profit on that was like 30, 35% like margins, which is decent. You know, like that's a good month. It's not like anything crazy, you know, like, like there are people that I'm friends with that do like insane, like 
do that in like a day. Like I know friends that do like 30k a day. Like I've seen people like um you know Luca Nets. Like he's not my friend, yeah, but bro. like there are people in this community that do monstrous numbers on top of what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm a little sand in the little grain of sand in the, the salt here on the beach. But um, what I will say is I I've done enough to really know like how this works. You know, like to get the community. Like I just gotta work a little bit harder to get where I want to be. But yeah, I've just been up and down, bro. Like kind of just doing that, and uh, I'm just back at that phase trying to work on the brand now because like now what I'm working on is working with suppliers and getting faster shipping time and then private labeling and trying to work on like building a brand because like drop shipping is really good but like branding is better for the future and I think moving forward to 2021 because people are catching on to general stores and stuff like that like people have had a lot of bad experiences on Facebook and like are really not trusting as much like obviously general stores still work to this day and they always will like I guess you can say but they're just not going to work as much and like they're not going to convert as well like your conversion rate will be less than if you niche down i believe or one product mm-hmm. store because with upsells because people are going to trust a brand more you know what i'm saying and it's going to hit the that. audience that you're targeting more specifically than if man you're the only job. the only thing i have against one product stores like I, I i mess with it like if you have a general and you know it's the winner only thing i have against one product stores bro is just that time that you put into and you build one store you buy the domain yep. you make the ad account for that and you make you dedicate its own pixel and yep. you do all that right just to test for two days and know that the product fails you know what i'm talking about yeah yep dude i've been going yeah. through it man i've been going through it dude yeah listen dude i've made a shit ton of one product stores bro like spend my whole day and then i'm like yes i got the ads ready boom 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 i make the ads myself you know because i do the entire process myself like and then for the most yeah. part when I start scaling that's when i'll build a team under me and like that's another mm-hmm. thing that i want to get into later like seriously guys when you start scaling drop shipping is to another level like you're talking about hiring vas you're talking about hiring people to reach out to your suppliers to find better pricing you're talking about hiring people to fulfill your orders for you like there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into this now you're building a, a lot team. of components now you're building a business like this isn't just you and a little like little giddy business like you can actually build a serious team and automate like this business once you start scaling you know what i'm saying like start taking it serious you're paying people your team you know what i'm saying like you're gonna train them get on skype calls and teach them how to fulfill like teach them how to do everything like there's a lot to this like once you start getting like into it right and like that's the shit that i love like i love the nitty-gritty shit like when you start scaling because that's obviously the good shit like that's when you're doing numbers and you can it's fucking great when you can hire a team under you know what i'm saying like those are good problems more money more problems right (laughs) honestly bro like that statement never made sense (laughs) until now (laughs) dude and it's I think it's like a hundred percent real. And like, that's just facts from like, I know people like straight up, I went, you know, take a couple trips in Cali. Like they make dumb money. You know, like I know some people that just make dumb money and like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background, man. Like more money, more problems, dude. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. More money, more problems. That's facts, man. But, uh, yeah. Perfect, bro. So let's move on, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So, a question that I ask pretty much everyone, what was the first product you ever tried to sell? Or like your first store kind of like, I don't know if you did a one product, but like what was yeah. the first product you tried to sell? All right. So I'll tell you my first product and then I'll tell you my second. Cause like the first one was literally just a like copy from the course. Like I swear to God, I watched the course and I was like, Oh, okay. I'm just going to copy this product. Like, his example product, like in the product research, like Chris O did like this eyebrow fucking thing mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, okay, well if he can do this and launch the ads and he says like, and like, you know, like he was saying like 
you know, multiple people can do multiple products. You don't have to worry about saturation and stuff like that. So I figured, okay, well, if saturation is not real, then I can probably just do this whole thing, right? That was my ignorant mindset. Obviously, it's not going to really work like that. Guys, if people are testing products, think of it like a food chain. Like the person at the top is going to be the one that's making the most money. And like slowly, like, you know, it gets bitten off. Like people can, like if you have a 10 ROAS and, you know, with your product and some competitors come around and do your product, your ROAS is going to drop because people are now competing with you. So that's how you guys have to think of it. Obviously, you'll probably be making more money if you're the top dog and have the highest bid. You'll probably outbid them, but still that you have competitors. So you'll have a lower metrics there. But um, so yeah, the first product was just a re- exact replica. And that's why I think it failed. Like, like when I was testing pro- like testing ads and stuff like that, I was like, all right, maybe it's just because I copied and didn't put in the work. And so then the second store, which was actually the store that I did get my first sale on, um, was a pet brush, the, the the famous pet brush that I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about if you've been in e-com. The one where like you like yep. wipe it up, you know what I'm saying? Like and it just takes off the fur. So yeah, it was the pet the pet fur one and I uh, ran it on my general store. The general store was zuhai.com. You guys can go on. It's not even a store anymore. So uh Zuhai was the name. I had uh someone in the e-com space that was doing insane numbers like kind of helped me out with that and like build the store and the store wasn't anything good but like just building a store and learning a lot of the back end and like how to make a store and store design like that. Like I learned a lot just from that store and um, I was super excited after getting my first sale and I was like, wow, this is real. And it was crazy. But uh, yeah, I only got a few sales from the product and then it didn't even like end up working out or anything like that. It just like wasn't scalable or it wasn't profitable after like a day or two. So it just didn't end up working out. And I was like, damn. So uh, yeah. What did your friends and family start thinking like when you started drop shipping and stuff like that um you know they're really open to it so yeah so i didn't even mention this but yeah so towards the end of high school before i was about to graduate is when i went to my mom's work she was doing karaoke for a little bit and and before she went to work we had a dinner and i was talking with her and i was like mom i don't think i want to go to college because i was going to be my plan like i was just going to go to college I was like, I think I want to try e-commerce. Like, I think I want to try drop shipping. Like, I want to do this. Like, I know there are kids out here making a shit ton of money online doing this. Like, and I explained the whole concept, and she was like, you know what? Like, if this is what you want to do, and like that makes you happy, then go for it. And my mom has always been super supportive, and my family has always been super supportive during the whole thing, which I really appreciate. Great to hear. They've been like unbelievably supportive throughout the entire journey. So without them, I really wouldn't be where I am. And I still am thankful for them because they're like the crutch during the journey. Um, and then one day, you know, obviously when I'm doing numbers, cause it's not like a matter of like, if it's going to be a matter of when, cause like, I'm just going to be keep working and I know it's going to happen. So when I'm doing insane numbers and I can take care of my family, they know, like they take care of me now. Like I'll take care of them when I can. And that's the plan. That's why I want to stick around. And when I have um, enough money where I feel like, you know, I can keep money for my business and then take my mom out for some trips and I'll do it. Like, obviously right now I have a decent amount of money in my, um, my checkings might go into how much, but I have a decent amount where I could fucking take a couple trips or whatever. But if I do that, it's going to, you know, kind of put a dent into like my business, you know what I'm saying? What I have to spend for quarter, quarter four. So I want to make sure I have a good quarter four. So I don't really have to worry about like being at like a lower level than I want to be and have enough money to scale and really just be situated. And then after this year, really, that's when I'm going to, you know, have a good amount. Like if everything goes to plan, which is shit. Cause I'm super excited for quarter four. It's like a black Friday every day, which this whole coronavirus has been like, there's no excuses. Drop shipping has been booming still. Um, but quarter it four is forever, forever, forever be booming. But 
especially during quarter four, it's going to be crazy. So I'm super excited and I'm just planning ahead now, like with suppliers trying to like work out inventory. Like I even might like look into like a warehouse or even like might just fucking shove a shit ton of products in my place and try to work out like faster shipping. So that way I can Mm -hmm. really scale. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I might make my room a fucking (laughs) warehouse if I have to do that. You know what I'm saying? So turn the living room into a, and then, you know, and then after this year and once, you know, I feel a little more comfortable than I can't wait. I just want to take my mom uh, to Paris. Hopefully coronavirus is done. Cause that was always the dream. Like I told my mom, like, you know, once this is good and like, I promise I'm going to do this. Cause I know I just believe in myself. Like I'm going to take you to Paris and we're going to be on the Eiffel tower. Cause she always wants to go to Paris and she hasn't been on a vacation since I've been born, bro. Like I'm 19 years old. She hasn't been on a vacation in 19 years. You know, like that's the type of struggling, like financially she's been in. Cause she always has, you know, debt and bills and stuff like, so I don't want her to worry about that. So that's the always been the goal and that's what's going to happen. Respect that hundred percent, bro. Really respect that. Appreciate it, bro. Who and what inspired you for entrepreneurship? Honestly, Chris, O. obviously, um, I got to say like, you know, that man really did inspire me in a way that was life changing. Um, you could say like Ty Lopez and stuff like that. You know, it's cool. Cause mm-hmm. I seen their ads and you know, they give you that inspiration too to just kind of check it out see what he's talking about like you know you you do like you just that's why his ad works so well is because it gets your interest and that's what gets you going so people like that had uh inspired me and um gary v like gary vanderchuk um you know a lot of people i talk to say they don't believe in motivation but honestly i do like you know i do believe in motivation and it's a real thing and i I do believe that yeah exactly you know like obviously motivation doesn't get you money but motivation can get you money if you use it you know if you actually transmute it Mm -hmm. in a way that you know, will work for you because motivation will make you a hundred grand a month, but motivation will put you in the mindset to want to make a hundred K a month. Exactly, bro. Like that, you couldn't have worked, bro. You could not have worded that. (laughs) Perfect, bro. Because that's exactly it. And and I love like just the energy, bro, that Gary Vee puts out is something I can respect. Like just people like that down to earth people, people like you are just people that I can respect and have an appreciation for Like, cause there's not many people like this, bro. What you're doing it's really, really cool, man, because not a lot of people can do something like this, and it's something I really respect, and that's why I love reaching out to Thank people you, bro. like this, and uh, it's, it's super cool. Yeah, man, that's honestly one of the reasons why I just opened this podcast. I have no idea where this is going to go. I don't even know where I see this in six months. Maybe one of these days. I don't even know. Hey, no plans. <laughs> years from now, bro. You never know where this could be, dude. Joe Rogan just Maybe signed the a hundred million Rogan, contract. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, bro. An e-com contract, bro. You never know. There's gonna be some e-com, bro. E-com so huge. There could be some e-com companies that are like, I want Sean to be the e-com guy, man. Because, hey, man, be the first, man. Be, be one of the first to be in this. I think it's only I'm like you and Scott. Man. So, <laughs> me, Scott, and Splashman. Yeah, Splashman. Splashman's Splash a joke. Man. I haven't heard of Splashman, so I have to check him out. Bro, go check out his podcast. Dope guy, Splashman, bro. Word. Yeah, Scott. Scott. I think Scott probably. I think. Yeah, I think Scott was the main reason why I kind of just wanted to open one because I just felt like he was in, he was interviewing yeah, people and shit. stuff like that. Yeah, Man, Scott. If you, if we're talking about inspiration too, uh, you know, I've never talked to him or anything like that. Um, but he is definitely an inspiration for job shipping for me. Yeah, yeah. man, Scott was the hey. first one I ever watched. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like if we're talking yeah, about a Mount Rushmore video. of ecom, he's on it. He's a hundred percent on it. Hundred percent, You know, he's connected with Oberlo back in the day. Like he was just there, like when it was before, like it, right now, but like at the start, but like when it was really before it was popping. You know what I'm saying? Like he got yeah, on bro. there and he fucking. I mean, he's doing well, man. Yeah, and I respect him because he has a course, right? But he's not a guru, if that makes sense. You exactly. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, he I helps love him, man. people, and he has a good guy. 
great guy, bro. Honestly, he was the biggest inspiration for me just yeah. to start it. I love how open he is. I'll say, um, fucking wish him call it. He shaved his face half and half. That's I saw that, yeah, that I love that dope, because dude, going out in public like that in Cali, dude. When I went to Cali, I was like, dude, I can't even imagine being Scott right now. Like people giving me fucking weird looks. Like that's ballsy, dude. I love that shit, dude. Like gotta respect yeah, the fuck out of that man for doing some shit like that. Like just shit like that. Just how open he is and um he speaks his mind. That's something that I'm very like prominent Denver. in is speaking your mind and standing up for what you believe in. And I know he's a big uh, proponent of that, which is great. Yeah, he does him. He doesn't care about no one else. I really respect that mentality. You need to have that mentality. 100%. 100%. If someone gave you $100,000, okay, how would you multiply it? At least uh, 10, bro, that's my guy. You know that. Ten, I'm making a million. I'm making a million. <laughs> no, no, I mean, if someone gave me $100,000, realistically, dude, um, obviously what I have to do is got to give at least 20 to my mom off the bat, but then that 80, I got to, you know, invest it and then grow more so I can get some more to my family. Yeah. That's what you got to do. If I get a hundred thousand, bro, I really respect how you're always trying to give back to your family. I really, really, really respect that, bro. I appreciate that, man. Seriously, as much as I can, I try to, because, uh, it's really important. Family is super important. It's something I learned. Like, honestly, recently, because as a kid, you know, you stay you in don't really bar, get it. you play games. Yeah, you don't. You under, You really don't understand it. But as you grow up and you just start to understand, like, they're on, you're only here for, you know, a period of time. And that's something that, you know, a lot of people need to understand. I just hope everyone understands it before it's too late, you know? Exactly, bro. And that's a huge thing. Just And learn that, man. You got to learn that from the people, like, around you. Like, Chris O was an eye-opener for me. You know, like, when that happened, that crushed me because he was the guy that got me involved. And it's like just it opens your eyes like anything can happen like someone that you wouldn't think someone anything can happen you know what i'm saying 100 percent, man so you guys gotta be just blessed to wake up every single day and i don't like the term yolo because you don't only live once you only die once you live every day wow oh that's a great way to put it wow that was worded perfectly <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate you fam do you see yourself ever starting like a personal brand? I mean, I know you already have one, but do you think like you'll ever like open a YouTube channel, start yeah. growing that? Dude, that's been on the tip of my fucking tongue for like the longest yeah. time. And like, that's one of the things that I definitely struggle with is like just doing it. Like just go out and do it. Like Just starting it. I'm a perfectionist, man. I'm not going to lie. Like same thing with my mm -hmm. Shopify stores. Chris would tell you if you talk to him, like you can't get me to launch a store until it's fucking perfect. Like until I think that store looks perfect, like someone like that lands on it, like if they're actually interested in the like target they'll audience, they'll buy it, you know, cause the store and everything checks out. Like I'm just such a perfectionist. Like I can't do something. So I feel like if I put something out on YouTube, like it's gotta be structured this certain way when that's, mm -hmm. dude, if you look at anybody that's been successful or had this journey, man, Joe Rogan, fucking PewDiePie, anybody on YouTube, anybody, the biggest they had nothing or they were not anything to start and like it wasn't pretty it was ugly you know or it wasn't the best it wasn't they used what they could they right and then i'm not saying anything bad here right now you're using what you can like who's to say six years from now you don't have a full ass studio with some nice ass camera you know what i'm saying like you start with Bro, what you yeah, have exactly this is what i love. honestly who knows a year from now this thing will be around you know i don't even know i don't exactly. know the future of anything i'm just going with it man and that's the, that's and that's the thing exactly and that's, bro. that's what i struggle with and that's that was the perfect thing for you to say is like you were just like fuck it so what if it doesn't work and that was my thing exactly bro worst it comes to worst bro let's say in six months seven months right we're yep. starting off 2021 and i don't have time for this podcast i'm focusing on other things and this isn't a priority for me bro 
who knows? I won't even pursue it, but who knows? Maybe this will be a priority for me. I don't even know. So I'm just going with it, man. Yeah, no. And that, and see, that's a really good characteristic to have. The, that's the big thing that I struggle with is not doing something because I preemptively already think it's going to fail. Mm-hmm. And I, that's like a big piece of advice for someone that doesn't already do dropshipping. And I love people that don't because they can take advice and soak it in without already having like, you know, some pre idea, like something, yeah. you know, like I used to have all these, you know, things that I couldn't get out of my head because I learned from one person that had this idea, you know what I'm saying? So, but mm-hmm. just don't so show honestly not doing something because you think exactly. it's not going to work. Like just always do it, bro. just do it. Like even if it doesn't work, that's the worst thing that happens. Like, so what? You spent some money. At the exactly, work. bro. You learn now that that didn't work. And honestly, if you didn't do it, I recommend get a journal, bro. I've had so much stuff on my mind, bro. I would just like, I can't even function because I just have so many thoughts running through my head, bro. And I just jot them down. And one of the things that I jotted down was a podcast so i started it and here we are today we're recording it <laughs> and honestly j- dude just the journal man it just organizes your thoughts and i really yeah. i needed it personally i had way too many things juggling and another main thing back to the podcast probably last time i mentioned it mm-hmm. i know i'm mentioning it a lot but uh honestly one of the main reasons why i didn't want to open it was because let's say like me and you are interviewing it right mm-hmm. We're, we're on this podcast and let's say in a year, right? This podcast doesn't work out and it gets deleted, right? Yeah. I personally, that was the main thing. I feel bad that I wasted, you know, an hour of your time just to go to waste, you know? Yeah. And that was the only thing. And I just recommend, and I just like, I was like, I just got through it and I was like, you know what? We had a great time and we built a connection from that. And that's all that matters. Yeah. No, no, no time wasted here, bro. Honestly, at the end of the exactly. day, I really do appreciate you just having me on and talking, man, and reaching out. And that's a friendship built, bro. You're like, you know, you can, exactly, you, bro. You can text me, you yeah. got my number and shit like that. So like, that's just awesome. And I, I, I appreciate that. And that's a good mm-hmm. mindset. Don't seriously do it. Guys, don't not do something because you already think it's not going to work or what if the what if is not something that you can have in this like if you want to be successful you can't what if anything you seriously just got to go out and do it yeah bro 100 percent. okay if you had one place to visit in the world where would you go um wow man you're great with these questions too I I i love it um one place in the world i would have to say Aruba. Ooh, Aruba. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, you know what? If I could choose one place, this is what it would be. It would be, I want to say Bora Bora. Those are those islands, the Bora Bora, Bora, Bora. Islands. Those are the islands with the little tikis and, like, it's the blue water. You have to look up a picture of the Bora Bora. You'll know what I'm talking about after. It's okay. an amazing fucking place, bro. I know where Bora Bora is, bro, but it's, Maybe it's fire, not bro. Is it that? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what Bora Bora is. With all like the shacks and it's like a pier. Yeah. 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 And it's like you could just like wake up in the morning, run out yeah. of your bedroom and you're in the ocean. <laughs> yes, bro. Yeah, bro. It's bro so I fire. gotta go. Like that's definitely a goal where I wanna go um soon. Uh, I heard like cost of living is not that expensive. Really? Like like yeah, to like get rooms and stuff. I think like the only ex- expensive thing is like just the flight. Same thing with Bali. Like Bali, bro, like four people can eat for fifty bucks a day. Like really good eat fifty yeah, bucks a day. I heard bro. And we're talking about that in the e-com chat about taking a trip yeah. out to Bali. Yeah, all of us going out to Bali. Bro, let's do that like a hundred percent because I'm Yeah, down. the only expensive thing, bro, would just be the flight. <laughs> you probably pick like I don't know, fifteen hundred. We just gotta get passports soon because passports are like delayed right now because COVID, so we gotta get them like I now. Got, I got 
mine. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, I got one. I just took a trip to uh, Cancun over the summer. Bro, it was perfect. It was literally, I've never seen it so empty. I go like pretty much every year, bro, and it was dead empty. Yeah. It was, I mean, which was okay because like you get the hotel to yourself, but. Yeah. What'd you say? Was it COVID, you think? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. It was like it was like I think like fifteen percent occupancy, bro, and like it wasn't even filled up fifteen percent. It's crazy. How was um? How was the like mass right. situation over uh, yeah, there? Go. Was it the same kind of situation? You think the the mass no, situation bro, was, was it kind of so, like? It wasn't because there was like no one there. So like, bro, like sitting in like a like in a restaurant, right? Yeah. Like the closest person to you, bro, there was like three people in a big ass restaurant, bro. And the person closest to you was like eight feet away, more than eight feet away. I'm not even like 10, 15 feet away, bro. So like, they weren't too strict on that. Like they made you wear it in certain positions, but like they weren't too strict on it. Facts. Bro. And airport was dead too. (laughs) Yeah. No, all the airports that I've been to recently have been fucking dry. But not actually not so recently. Recently, like when when the whole coronavirus thing was going on like crazy, it was pretty mm-hmm. dry. But like kind of recently, it's been kind of normal. It's been kind of getting back there for sure. Yeah, yeah. which is good. I mean, it's kind of pumping money back into the economy. Right. Yeah. All right. Now we jump into the kind of fast paced Q and A. Like I ask you one, and if you have one for me, go ahead and ask it. Kind of on cool. the spot, but just if you have one. All right, cool. I'll start it off. If you had one car to buy, what, what would you buy? What's your dream car? Uh, like, Lamborghini Aventador. Aventador. Would you get a Roadster convertible? Are you sticking with the coupe? Because mm. I know if you're like six foot, bro, like even if you're like 5'11", six foot, bro, in Aventador, your head hits the top. No, you really got to bend down, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I saw you probably keep it like that regular, but yeah. you know, it's just such a nice ass car, bro. Like just doors just, up. Even if I don't even get one, just drive one, bro. Like, oh my God, bro. I just want to drive one and just... Bro, honestly, I recommend just renting one, bro. Just renting one, bro. It'll open your mind. Bro, but Aventadors are so expensive, right? Yeah, we were looking at it. We were gonna last time I was in Cali. We were looking at exotic cars. Um, Just the plug wasn't around. But yeah, cars are like... Hey, if you're in Orange County, bro, I got I got one. If you're you in, if you ever come back to Orange County, let me know. I'll send you. You got some you got some decent prices too? Bro, great prices compared to everyone else. And yeah. you get and you get two hundred miles a day, bro, unlike oh, these yeah. other people giving you fifty. Yeah, all right. All right, bet. That's fire. I'll definitely hit you up for that. Bet, bro. You got one? Um, so yeah, so when did you uh start e com and how long have you been doing it? Okay, I think I explained the story in the last one, but it's a crazy story. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I started maybe about a year and four months ago, almost a year and a half ago, right? It was so we were coming back from school. My dad picked me up from school, right? We were driving home, and he goes, Hey, have you heard of e commerce and drop shipping? And I was like, No, I haven't. So after then, bro, I just started binging YouTube videos, bro, and just going ham at it. Dude, your dad got you on? Bro, my dad told me about it. It was crazy. He saw it. Yeah, he saw it on the news or something, like about e-commerce. I don't know where he saw it, like on like an article or something. And he told me about it. We were driving home. We were almost home. We were pulling in, and he was like, "Have you heard of e-commerce?" And I was like, "No, I haven't." Have you heard of drop shipping? And then he, oh, it was a video ad. My bad. He was watching YouTube, and it was one of those video ads. Someone popped up, and he showed it to me. It was. Who 
was it? I think it was Kevin David. I'm not sure. (laughs) Don't quote me on it, bro. Don't quote me on how he found it, but he told me about it, bro. And the first guy I ever watched on it was Scott Hilsey, bro. Yeah. And just went from there. Bro, that is so fucking funny. Crazy, bro. Yeah. So what does he think about dropshipping now? And does he know that you're doing dropshipping? Like yeah, right he now? does. He completely, completely supports me. Like the other day he walked in my room, bro. He was like, they're saying e-commerce is going to be huge for Black Friday. And I was like, yeah, I'm planning for it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's there. He That's really so supports funny, it, bro. man. That's awesome. But he still wants me to stay in school completely. Yeah. Completely understand that. Yeah. I mean, I am still in school, bro. Got online school going, which is okay because I could skill them Facebook ads on the side, but <laughs> we're doing all right. That's yeah. awesome, bro. Yeah. Do you see yourself, or I don't know if you do, but do you see yourself dabbling into stocks or are you already in stocks? Like, yeah, yeah. So your I'm currently invested. Um, I'm fucking around with a couple penny stocks. I Like, I have like 5,000 right now invested in like. Mm-hmm. Robin Hood, and then I have like a couple other and like a TD Ameritrade account. Um, I like TD like, Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade, you can trade OTC stocks, and like that's why yeah. I trade all the penny stocks and stuff like that. And it's really cool because you can trade like under like fucking a dollar and shit, like a, an insane yeah. low. You know what I'm saying? That you can't get on Robin Hood. But um, so yeah, I just fuck around with the stock market. Nothing crazy. Like I try not to do like anything that's gonna like kill my portfolio because mm-hmm. that money is like money i'm trying to just grow slowly and then just put away on the side just for my business or whatever grow it. <laughs> but, you know no you're good but um yeah so i don't know really too much about stocks but i do like just watch some youtubers that do their research and then i'll like follow up on my research upon their research but like i trust mm-hmm. them because for the most part they've been like pretty good calls like it's not like a call thing or anything like that i just How do you watch, watch on youtube for them um there's this guy called the stock watch um, he's like uh, a yeah. He's, yeah, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's kind of cool. So I like watching him. And then there's a couple other people that... Um, I don't Graham Stephan's dope. Graham's cool. I don't man. know if you know who's Graham. Graham's yeah, dope, bro. Graham, man. Graham's I, cool. I saw him. I saw him. I didn't actually did walk up to him, but I saw him when I was driving. Uh, what is it? Bro, it's already in Cali. So if you say eight months... Yeah, yeah, in Cali, in LA. Uh, no, last bro. time I That's went to so LA. Cool. When's the last time I went... I, maybe like a month and a half ago. I don't know, a month ago, somewhere around there. It wasn't too long ago. Yeah. We were just driving. We were driving. Where were we driving? Uh, we were driving in, it was like Santa Monica going into like West Hollywood, like coming in, coming out of Santa Monica in. Mm-hmm. And we just saw him walking. It was pretty dope. I looked at him because we were at a red light and I just looked at him. I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's funny as hell, bro. I would have been like tripped the fuck out. I would have been like, yo, let's go have Stefan. I was like, I didn't even say anything. I was just looking. I was like trying to make it out. And then I was like, what? like, like that was yeah. like, Oh my God, dude. That's funny as hell. Yeah. What neighborhood were you in? Was it like a nicer neighborhood or is he just out and about? Uh, it was like one of those like kind of like you're just stopping at a street. So there's like really nothing much going on. Yeah. Honestly, I have. What part of Cali were you in? Uh, I'm just out of LA. I'm about 60 miles out of LA. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. So about an hour out, not too far, <laughs> more inland. Got you. Southern Cali though. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Cali is beautiful, dude. I really love it down there. It really is something else. Yeah, man. Los Angeles, Orange County, best areas. So I go to OC a lot because OC is just more a more feasible drive. I mean, it's the same length, but it's just 
It's so just a better drive and it's sometime me you hundred percent, bro. Guys, man, because there's yeah. so many beautiful ones and we can just grind out for like a week or some shit, dude. I'm so down. We can get mm-hmm. a beer for some shit together. Hundred percent, bro. We'll rent out the exotic <laughs> for a week, <laughs> bro. Yeah, bro. Like these guys got like nine elevens for like two hundred bucks a day, which is unheard of. Like nine eleven convertibles, Ferraris for like. 400 bucks a day they got audi r8s they got g-wagons bentley's it was crazy i know um you interviewed mikey cass have you guys linked up at all because i know you guys are kind of in the same uh, yeah we were planning on it but he was in uh he's in he's on vacation right now yeah, he's I in know, I greece i think right now yeah yeah i want to definitely try to link up with him whenever he comes back yeah, uh, dude, I want to meet him too one day. He's a really cool kid. And yeah, Mikey's a I forgot dope to dude, friend. bro. Hella real guy. One of these He's days, really I, uh, yeah, sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, yeah, go. Um, one of these days, I was just literally straight just binging his YouTube channel. I mean, like, I've, I don't want to say fucking, I don't know how to word it, but I didn't fall in love with the kid, but I fell in love with his energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I absolutely yeah, love the I know way what you he mean, yeah. himself, and I love the way that, um, you know, just he is. He has like this um rock star kind of personality to him, and he's quick. He's got a good vibe, and yeah, good vibe, and I, I, he's witty, and it's crazy just, kid, bro. Keeps yeah, jumping off crazy into kid, pools. <laughs> really cool stuff. And yo, Mikey, if you're if you're listening to this. Uh, what's your deal with jumping off the roofs into pools? Just yeah, wondering, man. I love <laughs> like, that I'm seeing, Yeah, I bro. I'm seeing you shit. jump off the roofs in like every every LA house you're in. I thought you like you posted on your story, you jumped off a roof in Greece. Yo, we gotta, <laughs> we're gonna make it a mention. I'm gonna start a YouTube channel one day, and then we're gonna make a cast. We're gonna go around the yeah, world. Bro. We're gonna jump into every pool from every, <laughs> every pool, every, every pool from the roof. No, nah, but for yeah. real though, um, shout out Mikey Cass though, because he's a really cool guy. If you listen to this, Mikey Cass, let's link up sometime, dude, because you're really cool. Um, yeah. Definitely uh, do that. Um, but yeah, so this whole e-com stuff, man, has really just changed my life, man. Like I've been beyond thankful for the community and meeting everybody in it. I mean, seriously, there's so many great people. I've learned so much about business yeah. in general. Like seriously, just constructing business, marketing, negotiating, and it's going to help you down the line. Like, even if you're not even in this drop shipping, it's just the, the fundamentals behind it. You know what I'm talking about? Bro, 100% because, yeah. you know, breaking down drop shipping, like, let's just take one aspect of it. Like, one aspect of it is logo creation. Logo creation is a job for some people, right? That's one aspect that's a job for some people. Like, if you want to go freelance on Fiverr and be a logo creator, let's take another aspect email marketing. How do people charge for logos? Completely random. I've never outsourced logos. I always make mine. So I have no idea how much people charge for logos. So if you want a good, like, like honestly, bro, like, I'll be, I'll be with you. Here's a good tip. Here's a little, little fucking valuable. Uh-huh. Go on Fiverr, put the budget as $5, and just reach out to like 10 people. You can get the same. Quality, quality at $5 that you would pay for like 20 to 50 you know what I'm saying like yeah. so like it just depends on the worker and like I hate to say it like this but like a lot of those people are like from Pakistan they'll negotiate with you like if you're like you know like hey will you do this for $5 and they're like no I'll do it for 10 and you're like all right, well, I only have five. They're usually going to text you back and be like, you know what? I'll do it. Like, well, yeah, man, I, that's that kind of hustle, bro. And that, yeah, exactly. They, Cause they just don't give a fuck. They're just down to go get the money and like work and do whatever they got to do to get the bag. And like, fuck you got to respect that. Respect you know what I'm So hundred um, percent. that's the thing though. You can negotiate with them constantly. Like, and I always do that. Like seriously, you can get crazy pulls. Like everything's negotiable so easily, bro. Like anything you want, just mention it and be like, if you're not just, you could literally say, listen, I got another guy 
that's willing to do this with me, but I want to work with you because I reached out to you first. <laughs> and like, you know, if you don't want to work, if they say no, like literally it's not capped though. At the same time, you can reach out to five other people that eventually someone's going to say yes. So that's what I would do. But um, in general, dude, logo creations go for like 20 bucks or some shit like that. But yeah, so, but just one aspect, another aspect like email marketing, that's a job like uh, fucking ads themselves. Like people have ad agencies where they scale mm-hmm. ads and stuff. Like every aspect of drop shipping as an individual that you have to do is skills that like in general make you a better person and like just make you thrive better in business like if you're able to do every aspect of business for drop shipping you're doing well for yourself and you, you know like you know like that's just and very impressive because there's a yeah, lot you of can parts. you can make a living just off of the parts exactly. if that makes sense exactly and if honestly the beauty about drop shipping is once you get so good and you're able to like get good at every part and you learn like even if you're not good at every part, but you learn how to build a team and outsource, you can really just become good at drop shipping. Because mm-hmm. you do what you're good at. Let's say you're good at building stores, but you're not like you're you're not good at customer service. Hire a VA from the Philippines for four dollars an hour. Honestly, bro. four hours it's a day. Like, that's sixteen dollars yeah. a day. If you're making a thousand dollars a day, like and you're scaling, sixteen dollars yeah. a day to you. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, yeah. it's a jump change. It's it's honestly you're paying them way less than what you're gonna yeah. pay someone in America. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, I think Luke Bell, uh, not Luke Belmer. Uh, Luca Nets says it best. Uh, you know, he's great at ads and he sticks to ads and he has other people that do the other, other fundamentals of the business and that what makes the business whole. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Like I know I do everything myself right now because I just can't outsource everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't go pay someone to do ads, store creation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I like his like kind of mindset behind it. He has you know the ads. He does the ads because he's insane at Facebook ads. Yeah. And then he has someone you know, uh, store creation, email marketing, stuff like that. Yeah. And he just puts it all to one and that's why he's the wizard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at Nets is the e-com wizard, man. He's a baller. He's uh, at the top of the chain for sure. Um, and then like, you know, just doing what you're good at is an important thing, man. If, if you're good at fucking ads, you can make a living in drop shipping. If you really build a team around you, that's going to do like the rest and, or just partner up with someone else in e-com that knows like, you know, like people are getting scared of like, you know, partnering up. But if you have someone that you can trust, like, don't worry about money, you know, like worry about like making the, like the brand actually. That's another big thing with that. You have to build trust. Yeah, trust is a huge thing, dude. Trust because everybody's out to get you in this community, unfortunately. And uh, unfortunately, that's how it is. You just gotta yeah. find the real ones. Yeah, man. And there are real ones, dude. Like, there's a oh, hundred percent. There's so many cool people in this community, so it's not to get confused. And I'm sure, like, this is like if anything in life, but it's just something to be aware of, you know, because mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that it's like this. Just like, in life in general, too, man. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. All right, you got one for me. Um. So. How, um, how come you like got started with drop shipping, like, and like wanted to pursue this? Like once you heard about it, like what made you like so, get started? Okay. So before drop shipping, I was reselling. I'm not sure if you're familiar with reselling and stuff. Like I'd buy sh- like off white shoes and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And I'd flip it. So the first ever drop shipping store I made was a clothing store that was so bad okay (laughs) but i saw the vision behind it you know what i'm talking about right like sure i went three months without making a dollar off of it and i was just paying like the shop i didn't even run ads for that store Mm -hmm. but dude just from having that i learned 
basically so much about just Shopify in general, like just from having the Shopify site open, right? And I was paying 29 bucks a month just from having it open and not even making sales or running ads from it. I just knew how to do legal papers, how to import, how to like, you know, work overload, how to do this, how to message with suppliers, you know? Mm. And I ordered a whole bunch of like clothes to my house, like just to test like quality control and stuff like that. Like one of every product, you know, I had the classic watch you'd buy for 50 cents, try to sell for 50 bucks, you know? And it was just a great, just kind of intro. It was a slow intro that I just started to understand everything every day. I come home from school, you know, do my homework, whatever. And then I just sit on Shopify and just try to learn everything. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was big. And then, you know, I just went on to different stores I think I had a baby store. I had a couple of them before. Yeah, baby stores. Yeah, I've had a few stores in like almost every niche. Not gonna lie, man. These, these baby stores. stores work, man. I'm telling you, something something's up with these pregnant ladies. Man, babies they just love. Truck. They just love it's buying truck. stuff for their babies. Niche, you know, like that's what it is. Is like exactly. It's yeah, man. Moms love spoiling their kids. Yeah, Shout out to all the moms. Shout out to all the moms out there. All the milfs. <laughs> all right, my time. I'm gonna ask you one. Okay, so uh, I kind of ask everyone this question, but everyone has a different response to it. So I want to see your response. If someone gave you $100 million, would that lower your ambition level? Or would you want to do more? Um, When you say lower your ambition, what do you mean by that? Okay, so let's say if someone deposits or gives you, wires you, a hundred million dollars, right? You see a hundred million dollars in your bank account. Okay. Would you just buy a house and just kind of just in a sense, retire and not do anything and just kind of party your life up? Or are you just going to go, that's going to go. It's, it's GG for you, huh? That's GG for me. hundred million. Um, you know, Sean, um, I'm just going to be real with you here. We're talking a hundred million dollars here. That's That's a lot of money. I'm off the map. You won't ever see me again. (laughs) Instagram, Ecom James. See you guys. It's not, it won't be a thing. Deleting my Instagram, deleting my Twitter. Catch me in Bali. Facebook. Yep. We're moving to another country, dude. And I'm fucking (laughs) I'll have some nice biddies beside me. (laughs) I'm not even kidding, man. I swear a hundred million. That's too much money. You know, like with a hundred million, that's you, your kids, their generation. Like if you're really not stupid with it, obviously if I'm not buying a million dollar crib there and a new exotic car every day, right? A hundred million. If you're actually smart with it, you can get a nice ass, an insane insane cars insane house insane boat life have fucking insane investments making you insane investments back residually every month like even if i had like just like you know a couple million on like an investment Mm -hmm. where it like made me like thirty thousand a month back like on some light shit right (laughs) or like that's like already right there like i'm telling you anything past like twenty thousand twenty five thousand dollars a month like profit you're living like above your needs, like completely. Like you don't need anything like past that, bro. Like you really like, unless you're really trying to be a big baller, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you could um, fish. strive. You want to strive for the top. Don't, don't, I'm not saying of course. at 25. Yeah, no, of anything, course. Anything past that, you know what I'm saying? Like you're living, you're chilling. So um, that's what I'm saying. If I make that much, bro, you know, I'm, I'm gone, bro. So yeah, I don't bro. know what Honestly, everybody said, but yeah. I don't know if they're still hustling and trying to make a hundred million. <laughs> but fuck it, they're lying, bro. If they see a hundred million in their account, <laughs> they are gone, bro. Gone. That's the realest shit I've ever. Heard. That's the realest response, bro. Oh man, hundred M and I'm done. That's 
That's fair. Uh, <laughs> 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 <Don't lie. laughs> um, that's funny, bro. All right. All right. Hit me with another one, bro. What would you do if you had a hundred million handed to you? I want to know what you would do. Bro, hundred million? Uh damn. If I had a hundred million wired to me and I see a hundred million, I see that many figures in my bank account. That many bro. zeros. That's a lot of zeros. Yeah, bro, look, you probably get like I'd probably get dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> but I might have a heart attack on site. Bro, I'll go like I'll go buy I'll go buy like a Big Mac or something, bro, and it'll be like five dollars deducted, bro, and you'll just see nine 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 bro. I'll probably get really dizzy. <laughs> nah, but on some real shit, uh I'd buy a lot of hotels. Really? But a lot I'd buy real estate and I just with live my life, man. With everything or would you take any of it and like kinda go off really? oh yeah of course i i probably i probably throw 50 million keep 50 million really that's smart so yeah, like, somewhere around there bro, because, I probably yeah realistically bro anything above like fucking 10 dude we're still talking like a life like like a lifetime of money bro like if you're smart with it like you can really- yeah man like if you're if you're thinking about it logically i love hotels and i i've mentioned it several times i want to own a hotel i'll take a hotel over an apartment complex any day of the week yeah because for example, right? You have a million dollars. Okay. You're going to put a million dollars down on real estate that you're going to get. That's like 20% down. So you're probably going to get like anywhere from 4.5 to $5 million hotel. Right. Yeah. On average, that brings in anywhere from like 60 to a hundred thousand dollars a month profit, which is insane to think about. Cause right. you, if you have a million dollars, you could residually get paid every month, 60 to a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And like, it's only like an investment of a year. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Which is, I think that's personally what I want to do. I'm into hotels and stuff. There's a lot that also that's my but, that with building yeah. the team and managing the hotel. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. So I think honestly, people. yeah, at a million dollars, if you're putting a million dollars out, you're going to get a nice motel. And I think honestly, motels probably have higher occupancy rates just because a lot of people actually live in motels. That's and nice. uh, they pay, you know? what You know what I'm talking about? Like, they, like, have you um, looked into Airbnb? Uh, to have eh, no, I haven't. I know Scott interviewed a person on his podcast. I saw that was that. a I big Airbnb guy, guy and yeah. he was making a lot of money. I wonder how uh, COVID kind of took that. I wonder yeah. how that. I uh, I wonder, yeah. but I heard. I mean, they did it during COVID, and I think he was doing okay, which is good. I hope he's doing. You know, I've I hope he's doing good. Now. At whatever you do, you're usually doing okay. Yeah, you'll get hit, but you won't you won't get buried. Right. During any situation. Like, you yeah. know, all those top dogs right now are doing fine. Hundred percent, bro. And honestly, I think, man, if I had a hundred million, bro, you probably won't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like, I mean, like even now, bro. It's not a bad thing to say. Like realistically, no, like, yeah. I'm being you know like, Yeah, like even now, man, like I don't share anything like you don't know what i do what i buy how much i make what you know and i like i keep it that way because personally i don't want someone to like me just based on you know what i have and i mean sure i'll show these things you know because i think the picture's cool like i've had these like ideas like i have ideas in my head about pictures i want to take and it's like kind of like a like kind of check off the bucket list right and i'll put those but personally me man I keep everything secret and I like that. And if you had a hundred million on top of that, bro, who's Sean Morey? 
Right, yeah. I don't know Sean Moy after that. <laughs> Bro. No, but see, yeah. like, that's the thing, and I, I like that, because uh, once you put yourself out there, it's almost hard to kind of step back. Cause, like, exactly, once, man. Once you- and this podcast was a big thing for me, just to put myself out there. And I, I think I've kept it in a good way, where I don't reveal too much. No. I kind of just like connecting with people. And, yeah, that's that's basically what I would do. If you want to end it off on one last question to ask me, we'll end it off there. All right, we're going to end it off on one last final question my final question for you would be if you could do one thing what would it be what do you mean just what do you want to do like as a career or like like if money was an object or like somebody was an object and you could go somewhere tomorrow like someone just told you you can go somewhere and do this thing what's going to be that thing that you're going to do so not even just travel. Like, yeah, you could say you're going to go to Bali, but like, what are you going to do in Bali? Like, what's the place? Like, what's the thing? I'm like, going to be honest with you, bro. I've already done it, but I want to do it again. Okay. And again, and again, okay. and again, and again. Ferrari, okay? Or like uh, a supercar, right? Yeah. And take it. I don't know. You went to Orange County, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, PCH? Uh, Gorgeous drive along like next to Laguna, that one highway that just runs up from yeah, I know, the top of California down. If it was in Laguna, I was like staying in Laguna, like in Orange County, like the whole week. Yeah, I, I took that highway. Drive the whole PCH next to the ocean in a convertible supercar. Oh, the road next to the ocean on Laguna Beach. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up and down and up oh, and I'll just God. do that and just listen to music. And just have a good time. Bro, see, that's I, fire because that's the same shit that I said to my boy. I said, as soon as I do this shit, bro, the first, the, the, like, my dream, bro, is just being in a nice fucking car, cruising, and having music on, just, just cruising and enjoying life. Like, just. Man, I cars mean, have always been a thing for me. Always been a big part of my life, man. I'm like, and they don't define you, bro. That's another thing, like, materialistic oh, things. 100%, bro. Don't make you successful. That's they another don't huge you at thing all. that makes this community toxic is fucking people make all that shit and make it seem what to be, what they're not. But mm-hmm. the people that actually do it and do enjoy that and have a supercar because they fucking deserved it and work and make the money enough to support it, that's awesome. And, like, just being in that position bro. is, like, the goal. <laughs> Honestly, man, it's just been maybe one of the biggest motivations for me is cars. I know yeah. it sounds super materialistic and stuff like that, but ever since a kid, cars have been the one thing pushing for me. I have like model cars sitting all around my setup right now, sitting on top of my monitors and shit like that. It's honestly just, bro, cars have just been a big part that I just, it just makes me want to do more. And I know it sounds materialistic and shit like that and no i do not believe driving a car will get you more girls maybe it does maybe it doesn't i don't know Definitely but I don't does. Think it, it probably <laughs> does man i'm not trying to sound materialistic or anything right now man but uh, i don't think a car defines you as a person right. but i love cars i love like just driving it man and mm-hmm. That's just one thing for me, hundred percent. I agree, bro. Um, shout out! Uh, I will make a quick shout out to someone that, uh, you know, this person. You know, I, I love him, but you know, switched up. But so this person, shout out to Anthony, but he did let me drive his um Mercedes Benz or C sixty three AMG or some shit, and like that was one of the first supercars that I ever drove, bro. I swear <laughs> to God, when I got in that car, I was shaking, man, like shaking, bro, like. 
You feel like a different like, human. I did not like. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I did bro. not want to crash this man's car. Like, I, I was hit, like, bro, I hit shit. second gear in a parking lot, bro. I was shaking, dude. It's like the feeling you get when you're in there. It's like because you could talk about it, right? We could talk about driving Lambos all day, and we're like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But when you but the feeling, that bro. Lambo, bro, it's different, bro. Honestly. Unprofessional advice: Take everything how you want to take it. I don't recommend you doing this. It's purely edgy, purely, uh, bro. I don't even know how to word this, but don't take it my advice. It's what I did. It's fun, purely, uh, purely humorous. I drove a right the Ferrari. I think you've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, honestly, I think renting a supercar, bro, honestly just opens your eyes and possibilities. And it gives you the best feeling and the best boost, right? It's like you hit this and then you realize in your head, shit, they just spent a quarter million dollars on a car, bro. Quarter million ain't shit. He spent a quarter million on a car. That's facts. Like, like what kind of life is he living, bro? Like, what kind of house is this? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's crazy. Nah, it shows you that really, like, money ain't shit, man. Because honestly, like, you driving is a lot of money, like, like nothing, man. And to him, at least, you know. And that's just the crazy thing. And just being around people like that, dude. And that's another thing. If you if you're in a lower place and you you know people that are in a better place than you, and you can at least talk to them or try to hang around them, do it because like people in a better place will motivate you. At least if you're not jealous and an envious person. But I swear to God, when I'm around people that are in a better place than me, I get so motivated because I'm like, all right, if they're doing it, there's no reason that you can't. Because if someone can do something like, bro, there's really no reason that you can't if you put in uh-huh. the hustle and the work. Like if you know, like can believe in yourself. Like there really is no reason you can't. Don't give up. Best advice to end it off. I think I say this in every podcast. Don't give up. Manette, we're going to end it off here. Thank you, James, for joining me. This was officially the longest podcast I've ever done. Hour and a half, bro. This is crazy, bro. Uh, Thank you again for joining. I mean, even, bro, I don't even know where this podcast is going to go, bro, but we just built a friendship off of this podcast, man. We're going to link up, man, whenever I go back to college. 100%, bro. 100%. And... Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to Journey to the Hills. I'm your host, Sean Mori, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Journey to the Hills, new episodes weekly. See you next time.